What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Thursday, January 13th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. In some grocery stores around the country, we are again seeing empty shelves. Some of the reasons remain the same as early in the pandemic. Others have changed slightly. The Omicron surge, coupled with labor shortages, is making it difficult to keep things stocked. Supply chain issues in other countries are affecting us and more people are eating at home. Laura Riley, business a food reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for What to Know. Thanks for joining us, Laura. Oh, happy to be here. Well, pandemic life has been a series of never-ending disruptions that's going to continue on. Obviously, this year, we're seeing the surge of the Omicron variant and all the disruptions that it's causing there. You know, a lot of people are just getting infected, having to call out sick of work, all this But uh, another thing we're seeing is, you know, some more uh, grocery store shelves that are empty, kind of reminiscent of a very early pandemic. And all through last year, we saw a a lot of disruptions. Supply chain issues were a huge thing. But there's some four main reasons right now why it's happening all over again. Let's start with Omicron. I mean, that's one of the big things that's happening. Yeah. So we have this huge surge, which has affected Grocery store workers, truckers, we're about 80,000 truckers down right now. And, you know, some of that is the great resignation or the big quit, whatever you're calling it. So in almost every sector, employers are having a hard time keeping enough workers. And now you add to this this huge explosion of uh, infection. And, you know, these people are not necessarily super sick, but they're calling out of work for five days, however long. And a lot of them can't get their hands on rapid tests. So there's an impediment there to get them back in the in the building, in the office, in the in the grocery store because of that. So Omicron is is wreaking havoc. I mean, some of the CEOs I spoke with said they have more absenteeism now than at any point during 2020. Yeah. And that's going to you know con- keep continuing as the limited availability of tests. I know at my work, it's it's kind of the, the same rules. Hey, well, you got to test negative un- until you can come back and. You know, if you go take a PCR test, it could be up to 48 hours for those results. These antigen tests are hard to come by. It's really tough to nail down the timing of all of that. And, you know, we're talking about workers not being in the store. We're seeing also that thousands of grocery workers are going on strike in Colorado. About 8,400 grocery workers are going to be, you know, not be reporting. So, again, for those stores, it's tough to restock the shelves. So, I mean, that's just going to be kind of an ongoing thing until that even gets settled out. One of the other things that we're seeing a lot of is the winter weather. So that's obviously puts a big hamper on a lot of things. Sure. So we had the mid-Atlantic region saw some punishing storms, the Pacific Northwest. So we've really seen a number of parts of the country that have been affected by winter weather. We saw those pictures on I-95 of those, you know, miles and miles of cars stuck for 24 hours. Well, a fair number of those were tractor trailers full of food on their way to grocery stores. So we're seeing shortfalls there. You know, it impacts getting food from ports, so imported food, getting from ports to, you know, intermodal, so onto train containers, and then from there into the trucking world. Most food gets to grocery stores via truck. So if you 
have enormous impediments along major thoroughfares like I-95, that's going to slow some things down. You made mention also uh, school delays and closing and going back to remote learning in a lot of cases. You know, this also has an effect on families and the way they buy food. So you have uh, kids at home more often that, you know, they're going to stock up on more things. So leaving a little bit of less inventory for other people. That's another thing that the schools keep impacting daily life in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. So by the end of last week, there were more than 5,100 schools temporarily pushing off, you know, reconvening in person. And obviously every single parent then has to provide those meals for those kids. So that's a pivot. I mean, my guess is that a lot of parts of the country, those Lunchables and those kinds of things are sold out because all of a sudden parents had to provide breakfast, lunch, dinner for right. for kids that they didn't anticipate. So yes, that's another impediment. And and some of those workers now have kids at home and are unable, and you know you can't find childcare on the fly, so okay. they may be calling in sick to work because of that. Supply chain issues continue to be a huge thing, but now we're feeling the effects of supply uh, supply chain issues from other countries and things that we import from them. Sure. So, you know, we've talked a lot in the past few months about shipping container backup in California and Louisiana, but some of this now in terms of imported food, and that can be finished food or ingredients that go into other foods, a lot of that now is impacted by manufacturing plants closing because of Omicron surges in other places. So if China has a, you know, no COVID hard and fast rule right now, that is really impacting manufacturing. I mean, the UK, there's a lot of disruption there. So some products may be delayed for a significant amount of time because of those manufacturing closures. And finally, I mean, one of the other big reasons why you're seeing a lot more uh, shelves empty at the grocery store is uh, pretty simple. More people are just eating at home, especially coming off of the holidays when people generally eat at home more. You know, we're talking about Omicron, people not maybe being a little hesitant to go out just so they don't want to catch anything. You know, a lot of people are just hitting the grocery stores even more because they're eating at home. Yeah, I looked at open table data and Yelp data and those kinds of things mid-December, and there was a significant dip in consumer, you know, attendance and reservations, et cetera, at restaurants. And there's just a growing consumer hesitancy about dining in. And, you know, some parts of the country, you can still get an outdoor table, but that's not a lot of places, right? I mean, just the weather doesn't accommodate that. So you saw this shift back towards dining at home. And then another thing to consider is in the month of December, obviously it's holidays, but for all of us who once again, were deciding, okay, I can't go to a Broadway show. I'm not taking that trip. It's imprudent to hop on a plane. People may be rewarding themselves or treating themselves with a splurge. So, you know, sometimes that's, okay, kids, we're having lobster tonight or we're doing something like that. So we saw an 8% increase in grocery store sales in December relative to last year. So some of the shortfalls that we're seeing was kind of exuberant spending in the month of December. And the thought is that a lot of this is going to be continuing for some months to come. Inflation is really at a high point right now. So just, uh, you know, prepare and, and be ready for what's going on. Laura Riley, business of food reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration 
and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 